0: of our worship, of our lives, of our greatest devotion. We worship morning, our Lord and King, what a joy that you inhabit the praises of your people. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. You know, sometimes I get the opportunity to teach you, and just a moment ago, you taught me. I listened to us as we worshipped. You know, it's a sleepy, cloudy morning this morning. So sleepy, some people are still sleeping this morning, I assume. But you made it here. And I, I listened to us as we started worship this morning. I don't know if the Spirit was just saying, watch this. And you sang, bless the Lord, O my soul. You are commanding your soul to bless the Lord. Despite your feelings, despite the clouds, the sun still shines beyond those clouds and we will praise Him, yes? Bless the Lord, O my soul. And isn't it true of worship that whenever you get past yourself and your own feelings and you focus on Him, something in yourself becomes transformed. You forget about yourself. Concentrate on Him and worship Him. Remember that old chorus? Let's forget about ourselves. Concentrate on Him and worship Him. When that happens, His glory starts to light up your own soul. I listened to you drawn into that place around His throne this morning as your worship became real and it blessed me. It blessed me to be a part of it. This morning we come for communion. She, she was an elderly woman, really, a, a, an elderly aunt, and she had never married. And so with the family gathered for the pastor, who had just read uh, her last request to himself, they, they didn't know exactly what to expect. But the nephews were all surprised when this elderly aunt that had never been buried her one request for her funeral was that there be no male pallbearers. And the nephews looked at each other, kind of hurt, you know. W- what's Auntie talking about? And the pastor went on to explain. She says right here, men didn't take her out when she was here. She didn't want men taking her out when she was dead. Are <laughs> you. Isn't it true that the romance of heaven, the romance of heaven begins right here. He has come for us. Emmanuel. He longs to be God with us. He's come not just to take us out. He's come to take us home. And it's He that one with whom we enjoy that romance, he sets this table for us. He offers us this grace. Don't miss it here. The communion of heaven. The communion of the upper story starts right here in our lower story, right now. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, Jesus took bread, and he gave thanks to you our father and he broke the bread and he gave it to his his disciples and he said take and eat this is my body which is broken for you And likewise after supper Jesus took the cup and he gave thanks to you our father and he gave it to his disciples and he said take and drink from this all of you for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, in remembering you, we pray that you pour out your Holy Spirit on these gifts of juice and of bread. Make them be for us what you intend them to be for us. Make them a point of contact for our faith to feed upon your grace, your very presence, your essence, and may your Spirit more alive in our hearts than ever before. Fill us, Lord Jesus, with your life. That your life might be seen in ours. God, we thank you for drawing us to this well for our souls. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And forget not any of his benefits. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Give him praise for all eternity. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, this meal is for you. Amen. We invite you to the table of our Lord.